0: Hi, I'm Tessa.
1: And I'm Elliot.
0: And this is Tessa and Elliot argue. Do you like weird headlines?
1: Guy on Ambien accidentally proposes to girlfriend, wakes up and doesn't remember any of it.
0: Florida gun owners plan to shoot at Hurricane Irma.
1: Plane forced to turn back after mother forgets newborn at airport. If any of this caught your attention, you can find us at TessaElliotargue.com. We come out every Sunday morning. Check us
0: out.
2: Ready, can you hear me? Yes, excellent, 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 guys. I think we're ready to start the show. You guys, you guys prepared 100%. 100%. All right,
0: 93%.
2: 93%. I'd say you are, uh, you, my friend, are are a little congested, a little under the weather. So, hopefully, (laughs) we can keep you with us for (laughs) the, the whole show here.
0: I, I'm at that that stage of good enough.
1: <laughs> Alive. That's what counts. Alive.
2: Right? Yeah. All right. You're so, hello. about it. <laughs> hello, and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. I am your host, Danny Kay. This episode is just the boy, So, I have my wonderful, beautiful co hosts, Mr. Green Elite. How you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic.
2: Excellent. And my other co-host, Revs Fen, how are you doing, Revs Fen? I am okay. <laughs> um you, yeah, you just your voice, you can hear it in your voice, my friend. <laughs> just
0: I'm sorry to all the podcast listeners out there on how unsultry my voice sounds to <laughs> Um
2: so this is the first episode of 2020. We did take two breaks or i'm sorry two week break uh for christmas and new year's let me just start by asking how were your guys's holidays
1: it was great i got so much time off work <laughs> yeah it was just
0: insane
2: yeah uh padre how Same, about you to be honest yeah
0: i i took all the time off work i didn't go Anywhere, and I ate a lot of cake for my birthday.
2: <laughs> That's true. You had a birthday over the break. Oh, Happy birthday! Happy belated yesterday. birthday!
0: Yes, dirty 30. 30 triple X. <laughs> um,
2: it, did you guys what you guys uh, play on break? Uh,
0: well, I played a bunch of Dauntless and uh some Paladins mm. and. Wonder song, which Wonder song turned um, turned out to be such a treat, but I'll get to that later.
2: Yeah, uh, how about you, Greenlee? What all did you play over break?
1: Um, I played a lot of Destiny Two, of course, mm-hmm. always, always Destiny Two. Uh, I also played some Dauntless with um, with you mm-hmm. and Re- uh, and Sven. Yeah, um, played a lot of the Iron Sight game, um, and then a few card games.
2: Awesome. Um... So, Overbreak, at least I believe this was Overbreak, I did a guest appearance on Budget Arcade, um, we talked about Old School RuneScape, so I played some Old School RuneScape, uh, for that, uh, over there, so you guys can hear some of my thoughts there. We will be talking about it at a later time, um, that is, uh, coming down the pipeline. Uh, we played some Sight. I played a lot of Insurgency Sandstorm, Overbreak, because, of course I did. Um, I played some Squad. um, Let's see. uh, Outlaws of the Old West, which we'll probably be talking about here in the next week or two. um, And Dead Frontier 2, which, again, that'll be some thoughts on that will be coming uh, in later weeks. But, uh, Padre, you mentioned Wandersong. How was was Wandersong?
0: Okay, so I will go ahead and start off with this is... One of the most charming games I've played, and it took me by surprise on how much I genuinely, genuinely enjoyed this game. Um, so y- y- are, are we going to go ahead and talk about it? Can I mm-hmm. get this off yeah, my oh, chest? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, no. Um, it, it was it was such a fantastic game. It started out with I saw the artwork and I was like, oh, well, this looks you know fun at, mm-hmm. at best. Well, what ended up happening was it took me on an adventure. That, that spanned across three streams, and you could feel your way through the whole game on how much heart and soul was put into it by the three primary developers of it and it it basically you play this bard who is trying to save the world because it 's supposed to be destroyed by you know the god of this universe um, due to the corruption of the little o- of the overseers of the universe, and you essentially spin without spoiling anything spin the um, the entirety of the game trying to save the world and you come across another hero who's trying to do it a different way and they become an enemy. It was just, it was so much fun. It, I don't want to spoil anything because I highly, highly recommend getting it. It, it Just, ah, so, so, the, the, the thing that got me, I'll go ahead and get that out of the way. The thing that got me was there is an Easter egg at the end of the game if you go through this whole certain pattern to get to it, which is very hard to find. So look up the Easter egg, but you actually get to go to this other reality where you get to sp- kind of speak with the game developers like the and, and they tell you their process in the game. And that was where it really came to light just how much they put into it. So based on that, Like the, just how much you can tell was put into it, the storyline, the length of the game, Mm -hmm. the music, and the artwork, all of it, 100% would recommend. So beautiful. And it's on all platforms. It's on Game Pass too, if, you know, since y'all know I'm a big fan of that.
2: Yeah. So can you, uh, I I have some gameplay up on the screen right now. Um, But for uh, the audio only listeners, can you describe the gameplay and the art style of the game?
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's got kind of almost like a, in a, in a sense almost like a paper mario-esque aesthetic to it mm-hmm. um it looks like a really cute episode of south park and but the the way you actually i guess battle or solve puzzles and everything is actually using your voice you'll see a color wheel come up and you use that color wheel to solve puzzles and you know sing songs because you're learning these things called the earth song to try to you know save the world it's it's part of the the whole process mm-hmm. but that's uh yeah the the gameplay you know it's like it's like a 2d side scroller um type of game like a platformer and it's very uncomplicated like it's a very simple simple game to go through um there's a lot of side like little side stuff you can do and things you can discover uh you meet this guy that teaches you how to dance and if you meet him throughout different areas in the game he'll teach you other dances which you can use at the most inappropriate times and it makes it that much funnier yeah um but that's, yeah, that that's kind of the essence of it is you use this color wheel to play songs and change the atmosphere around you and save the world using music.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. And then um, story is obviously a huge part of it. And you, you've obviously just fallen in love with the story. Um, how is the story primarily told? Is it primarily told through... Like dialogue? Is it atmospheric? Is it, um, you know, are there, what are the, like, the, what are the storytelling
0: styles here? Okay. So, so primarily the storytelling is done kind of from, you know, just like a straight, you know, third person perspective focused on the one character. Um, there are a couple of intermissions where you see other characters and what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But um, for, for the most part, it is just kind of told straightforward through dialogue, not a lot of like, outside narrative of something else narrating what's happening it's it's all done in the moment mm-hmm. um so you're playing on xbox
2: uh how are how are the controls i mean do, does everything feel snappy and responsive is this a game that you would definitely only want to play in controller or is this a game that maybe doing like keyboard and mouse might be better if they're on pc if you, if someone has the option of both what uh how would you suggest someone uh, plays the game
0: okay so i'm not entirely sure how it would play out on pc with with the uh, song wheel because Mm -hmm. you use your right joystick to control it i will say that you know with as tight as it is and how many colors there are that you have to go through sometimes Mm -hmm. it's easy to miss a cue or something like that but it doesn't really affect the game that much if you miss it um it's just kind of like a side piece to the the story um so I honestly couldn't tell you if I would recommend doing it on keyboard or mouse over controller just because I don't know if, um, you know, if it goes using your mouse going directionally or if it gives you a series of keys you can choose from. Um, but on controller, it's super easy. Like I said, you can miss um, you can miss a note here or there, but it won't do anything in uh, in regards to altering the story if you miss a note here or there. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Um, just so people know, on Steam, the game retails for uh, $19.99 uh, American. Um, the system requirements, the, the minimum requirements is uh, Windows 7 Plus. Um, they literally say processor, not that intense. Memory, <laughs> they uh, want you to have 512 megabits of RAM. Graphics, not that good, uh, DirectX version 9.0 and two gigs of storage space available. Um, So the game can run on a variety of machines, laptops and stuff like that. So this would probably be a good one to, to kind of keep in the back pocket if you're traveling uh, or if you are, you know, running on a laptop, this would probably be a good one uh, to pick up. Uh, It's also available, um, all the systems, it's available on PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, uh, Microsoft Windows machines and Macintosh operating systems. Um, Just information for people out there who are interested in this game. Um,
0: I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be surprised to even see it come to mobile at some point. It's yeah. that simple.
2: Yeah, I was actually going to say I was a little surprised I didn't see that for Android or um, uh, iOS devices. Uh, I could certainly see this on 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 those devices as well. Um, so you got this on Game Pass, right? So this was free with the subscription,
0: correct? correct yeah it was it was included with the game pass subscription Mm -hmm. and i think that also goes for if you have it on pc as well as xbox gotcha
2: um so would this be a game for somebody you know it's twenty dollars is this an immediate pickup for somebody if they're interested is this a wait until it's on sale uh or kind of like a rent or wait for it to come to one of these services uh how would you where would you put this in
0: uh, personal opinion 100 percent. go get it just get it now it's so so much fun and I was under the impression that the game would be a lot quicker to beat um but it I mean it took me a good amount of time because there are some puzzles that get really challenging and you have to try your hand a few times at them so uh with kind of like the length of gameplay on top of all those other things I would say get it now for 20 bucks that's I mean that's a steal for the game I mean I guess unless you're into super graphics Intensive games with Mm -hmm. you know These massive landscapes and everything like that Okay I mean maybe not your thing So much but if you're more about the Story and the game itself as opposed to Just visuals 100% get it Mm -hmm. For the $20 it's worth that And more honestly
2: Yeah. Um, Is there Like a new game plus to this or How would you rate rate the uh, Replayability
0: of it Um, I would say if if you're like me and you didn't get everything going through the first time, because I had somebody come through on stream and tell me, you know, they were they had played the game quite a bit, knew pretty in depth about it. uh, Honestly, to the point where I was suspicious of if they were involved in creating it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They uh, it, it. there was a lot that i missed apparently like Mm -hmm. a lot of things you can go back and and try again and there are certain decisions you can make and you can learn more in depth of the story and so i would say the replay uh, replayability is pretty high on it i'm actually going to probably give it a second playthrough off stream so i can kind of just focus more on the story itself Mm -hmm. um so i would say yeah good replayability as well awesome
2: uh green sorry to kind of have blocked you out of here what are you what are you thinking Uh, what do you what do you want to know about this game
1: um, I don't really have any questions. It, it seems like how does it play? I guess is the real question,
0: like, like are, in in a sense the control, of with with the controls. Oh no, it's 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 simple. I mean, you just got you know your uh, your left, right, jump, and the song wheel, and that's essentially it. You know, it's that's how you make your decisions. Is with like the song wheel. You know, it'll present your decisions there, and you go one way or the other on it, and it's just. It might be one of the uh, one of the simplest gameplay mechanics I've seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's super super simple.
1: Yeah. So, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say it. It looks like a fun, uh, like a platform puzzle style game that I could definitely get behind in my free time. mm
0: Hmm. Yeah, and and the puzzles between different your your overseers, or I guess would technically be your boss your boss battles, if you were to have boss battles, Mm -hmm. Um, the puzzles are drastically different between them. Like you still have to use the song wheel to usually solve them, but depending on where you're at in the game will determine you know the the type of puzzle that you're going through and the difficulty on which to get through. Like some of them take place in the complete dark, and you have to find. You know, you have to use your song wheel to kind of illuminate certain directions and see to get through stuff, and it's just there's a lot of variety in it for, for being such a simply simple looking game. Lots of variety. Hmm.
2: Um. So I have a question here that uh, might seem a little out of uh, left field, but um, being kind of a musical game. How, how is the sound design, and do you get tired of any of the sounds that you hear?
0: I'm going to say no on that, just because they, it, as you progress through the game, um, there are different regions of this world you go through, and mm-hmm. the sound actually, like the musical styles change as you go throughout. Um, there's not any recorded dialogue. There's like the little, like you'll hear the recorded little like chirping while you're reading the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, that you don't really, I mean, you don't really get... Notice it too much, especially if you're like narrating out loud, and you get to kind of have fun with doing the different voices of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they they change the soundtrack up between different levels. Um, it's actually, I was doing some research into it, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but um for like the soundtrack itself, it has one of the most complex musical soundtracks of an indie game in like in the world. Yeah, it, and so it's uh, it always kind of keeps you uh, keeps you on edge, or not really on edge, but just kind of keeps you, you know interested without Mm -hmm. letting you get bored of the sound
2: awesome because yeah i can imagine like with a almost pseudo rhythm game you know sound design is really important because if sound is like too much that you know if a sound is bad or if a sound is annoying and it's like a part of the gameplay itself i can imagine that being very very frustrating but you didn't experience anything like that
0: no i didn't experience anything like that at all
2: Awesome, um, I think I've had all my my questions answered, all my thoughts out there. Uh, you guys have anything else on Wander Song? No. Cool. So that's Wander Sven Padre he uh, he gives it a big old thumbs up. Uh, so if you're interested, it does retail for twenty dollars, or you can find it uh, on different services for cheaper. Um. So the next game we're gonna talk about, me and Green Elite played a little bit last night together. Um, it is a free-to-play shooter, if I can get my... There it is. Called Ironsight. Um, we've talked about Sight before on the show. It is a first-person shooter developed by Whipple Games and published by Gameigo. Uh, it's available on PC. Um, I decided to take a little bit of time before uh, I, bef- this before we go into it and just try to find information on Whipple Games. Uh, it seems like Ironsight is like the only game they have, um, and it also looks like they're out of South Korea. Um, like I said, we've covered uh, Ironsight in the past, I installed it when it was on its own. Uh, launcher, it was on like ARIA games launcher or something to that effect. Um, several uh several months back um so yeah uh greenly i'll let you kind of describe iron sight
1: okay so iron sight is very similar in play style to uh what you would expect from call of duty um more specifically call of duty black ops 2 it had a, a very strong feel uh, it had the same standard uh, styles of uh, game modes, like team deathmatch, which is standard fare for every first-person shooter. Um, seek and destroy. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty. A pretty basic first-person shooter, if I had to say. Uh, on that, um, the guns were pretty heavily locked um, when I first started playing it, and then um, do I want to get into the interface? Uh, yeah, let me so, we've talked about it
2: before like I said on the show, and I think at the time I said this is just a free-to-play Black Ops 2, and I still stand by that, it still feels and moves like Black Ops 2 feedback feels like Black Ops 2, Black Op or uh, just Call of Duty in general you know, Time to Kill feels like every COD game ever. Kill streaks, map design, even the aesthetics. Yeah. I mean, everything is just reminiscent of COD. Um, so much so that I have hesitation about the game a little bit, and I'll talk about that kind of towards the end of the discussion. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, I mean, let's just talk about, like, the design. That's kind of what you're going for, like, the interface, like, the yeah. UI.
1: Yeah, like, it is very... Black Ops Two Lite, mm-hmm. like L I T E. Um, and don't get me wrong, it was fun to play. Um, the interface itself was it could be very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing uh, was like parties. The party invites you had to. It didn't tell you how to invite friends. It didn't tell you how to add friends. Yeah, uh, I really had to figure that out on my own. Uh, and then also there was a whole bunch of free stuff that you could get from the store that is, like, a certain amount of time, kind of like if anyone's played PUBG Mobile, where you can un- do a loot crate that gives you, like, a-, a shirt for five days. It was very similar in that aspect with guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the guns so. are,
2: like, on a... It's almost like a rental system. Like you get, exactly. the, You unlock the guns, it, or you can pay for the guns, but you only get... The non-standard guns for a certain amount of time, um, <laughs> Padre. Yeah, the you just said it in the in the chat, and um, I actually have it here in my notes. the The map that they're playing, this airport map, is almost exactly like Terminal. It, like there might be some other changes, but it's uh, yeah, almost exactly like Terminal.
1: And there's one that looks this this map actually that's on the screen right now looks uh, exactly like the yacht.
2: Yeah, Uh-oh. there's um, <laughs> there's even one that looks like uh, there's e- there's one that looks like oil field I think is what it's called on uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, the the map design, <laughs> if they didn't just lift the maps themselves, uh, they were very heavily inspired. Um, but again, I'll I'll talk about about some of this stuff here towards the end with some of my hesitations and thoughts on, on the game itself. Mm. um but yeah like the guns are locked behind like it's a rental system it's not necessarily pay to win because you're not really buying the guns but you're renting the guns using in-game currency right so like every match you get GP you know which is a basic in-game currency um and then you get uh things for Uh, you get like another premium currency called chips, and then you get another one called apps. Um, so there's like three currencies, one that you can purchase, like you can purchase the apps, which can be used to purchase GP and the chips. Chips can be used to unlock like new loadout or like new loadout slots. Otherwise you're just stuck with three unless you pay for it. And it's like 50 chips. Um, there's uh, a bunch of game modes, which we can talk about game modes here in a minute. Yeah, like the whole rental system in this, is, that's not like a new system in for free first person shooters. Warface does that where it's like, oh yeah, no, you're gonna, you rolled and you unlocked this gun for six days. If you like this gun, you're gonna have to use the, uh, you, you know, you're gonna have to buy it with your GP or buy it outright, which is kind of a sneaky way of getting out of like being called pay to win. Um, and I think maybe somebody could make the argument for it being pay to win, but I, I think on the on the sheer technicality, it's not. Um, the the guns are I mean you got the guns are so simple you know you have your assault rifles, pistols, SMGs, snipers, and some launchers, um, and some shotguns. They're nothing. They're nothing fantastic. Feedback isn't wonderful. Nothing. Nothing seems to stick out as like the meta of the game to me. Um. And I mean, you level it up. Yeah. Pistols are bad. Um, But yeah, I mean, the the whole rent a weapon system. Like I said, that's been popular for years. Uh, Like I said, Warface does it and a bunch of other games do it. Um, I did check out the I did count the maps. There's 12 maps. Uh, and then there are six game modes in casual you have your standard TDM search and destroy capture the flag secure point front line where you occupy and defend two points uh, it's a lot like push or storm in other game modes um, resource takeover did you play resource takeover I don't think I did this one I don't think it came up in the role it was it is my least favorite so if, what you do is you have to capture a point and then eliminate the npcs that get on the point and take the resources from them it's like tdm or kill confirmed with extra steps uh, okay. right you, you kind of understand what i'm saying there yeah Um, there is a competitive rank mode I tried to do that I sat in a queue for 10 minutes which tells me there's no competitive scene for this game Um, I did play in the duel mode which is a 1v1 um, which is like the first person to 10 uh, kills wins Um, that wasn't bad I found myself winning more often than I probably should have so I'm kind of confused about that because I'm absolute shit at most of these kind of games even though I love them
1: um (laughs) oh it was the big the, the big robot thing was the resources yeah oh okay all right okay that was the first match i ever played didn't play it again after that
2: yeah so that is um i mean that's all the game modes there is there are some like missions but there i mean it's a tutorial a more advanced tutorial and then like an easy AI mode and a harder AI mode. And I noticed, I don't know if you mess with the AI, the AI will shoot behind itself. Like it'll be looking forward at you or it'll be like looking forward away from you. And then it'll still shoot behind you. What? (laughs) Yeah. Um, What? Yeah. That's only in the advanced mode because apparently it can just have the super hardcore reflexes.
1: Yeah, because the AIs are hey,
2: <laughs> Yeah, magic. Um, so I mean, like, over. It's worth checking out if you PC can run it. It doesn't take much to run. Um, and the reason, by the way, the reason that we're talking about this game again is because it's now released on Steam or available on Steam to North Americans, at least. Um, so a lot more people are probably going to have their eyes on it now, and I would like to kind of talk about it because of that because people might be genuinely curious uh and maybe we could save them some time if it's not something they want to play
1: one thing I'd like to mention um is the twitch community for Iron site is very helpful yes and very outspoken um so and it doesn't seem like the game in and of itself has a very toxic community Mm -mm. but the community is pretty small yes um they were saying that this game this game was released in 2017, officially. Mm-hmm. Um, and the this they were I think someone was saying that this was like the, the second time it was released on Steam. But I don't I don't know if that was true or not.
2: Yeah. So let me I guess let me talk about like the whole Steam release because I don't understand the Steam like the steam release because nothing functionally changed about the game when you download it from steam you're just downloading the launcher you still have to download the game through the whipple launcher and then still log in through a different account other than your steam account it doesn't save your steam friend list it doesn't use the steam you know stuff um and i was and i was kind of curious because i don't know the security of the game If it was through Steam, I would trust it more. Because Steam can... Steam takes that stuff fairly seriously. But the fact that it's through a different launcher, you're essentially just launching the launcher through Steam. Kind of had me... It kind of gives me some... Not misgivings, it gives me some skepticism about the game. Like, I don't... I don't trust it still. Entirely. Um... And that's not to say that there's any proof that any, of anything wrong, but it just gives me the heebies a little bit.
1: One big thing as well that I was very frustrated about, especially mm-hmm. at the beginning, um, especially with having to add your friends to your friend list in the game, um, is that the public matches that you play, um, if you're playing multiplayer. You only you're locked to three players. Oh yeah, and that pissed me off. And and people were arguing that, especially in the Ironside community, uh, and the people that joined my my Twitch chat, um, they're like, it's to prevent pub stomping. You know, six v sixes with the stack six. It's quick play. Yeah, it's meant to have you're meant to have fun. Yeah. Who cares if it's a 6v6 six six and then the other, the other team is a 6 stack. Yeah. That's what makes it fun. And...
2: Uh, <laughs> you were quick on that. Uh, so we just got another bot. There's uh, some bots going around asking if I want to mm-hmm. buy bots to, you, to promote the stream. You want
1: to be Twitch famous?
2: And, uh, I'll make
1: it Twitch famous.
2: Greenlee it was very quick on the ban for, for people who are uh, listening to the audio only. Um... Yeah, the whole like that to me, that pub stomp excuse isn't like a great one. Uh, <laughs> it's not fantastic. Uh, it's not a fantastic excuse for only having three people available to a party. Um, so, like, overall, how would you rate your experience with Iron Sight? Because the gameplay is fun for me. Like, I enjoy the gameplay. The UI, the monetization leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, I think it's, they both are very lackluster. Um, how? I mean, what do you? What are your general feelings on
1: on it? If you can skirt by having to pay any real actual money, it is a, a very decent game to play just to kill time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely not Call of Duty. It it it's trying to be. But it's not Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, it has potential to be an even even fun more fun game if they decide to actually make any changes with like the progression, like weapon progression, uh, and uh, how they unlock. And and I don't, I'm not a fan of that style of purchasing the weapons. Yeah, I would rather earn it with experience, like you know. Any Call of Duty ever, um, and then the the parties I, I I can't as a social gamer I cannot have a party of three when there is an option of having six or more players. Yeah, as it it's just not kosher with me. Yeah, um, I understand why some people think it's okay. Um, it's just it's it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly I did have fun learning the game. I did have fun playing the game when it played well. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we did have some party drops and stuff like that, like connection issues. Yeah, um, I think you dropped in one match that we played mm-hmm. um, where me and the, the other person loaded in the game, but you were in the party. Um, mm-hmm. I had my, my other friend, it, it did the same exact thing two days before, um, and then he uh, uninstalled the game. <laughs> instantly uninsulted game. like it it was it was quick and I'm, he's not picking it back up I guarantee it
2: yeah yeah um. just real quick, and I'll, I'll provide kind of my final thoughts and my apprehension and, and some skepticism about the game here in a minute, but I did want to get the system requirements out there because I didn't put it out for people. Um, minimum OS is Windows 7 or above. Uh, they recommend you have an Intel Core 2 Duo uh, E7500 uh, for your processor. They recommend four gigabytes of RAM. Um, graphics they suggest an NVIDIA GeForce 9600GT or better uh, DirectX 9 a uh, broadband internet connection and 8 gigs of available space is what they recommend uh, for minimum spe- uh, required specifications so
1: and that's low
2: yeah that's it's, not a hard build no Because, I mean, because the game is essentially, we've, we've, you know, hate to keep making this comparison, but, you know, Black Ops 2, that was on, what, Xbox 360? That wasn't an Xbox One game, right?
1: Yeah, it was an Xbox 360, PlayStation 3.
2: Yeah. So, the game, I mean, very graphically similar, the game, I very, very, very rarely dropped below 140 frames in this game, even while streaming. Um so it runs well <laughs> to you know it plays well you know if you have a halfway decent computer it's going to play well um, so like just some of my thoughts and like feelings on the game kind of rounding out the conversation I don't see the difference between it getting distributed on Steam and getting distrib- how it was getting distributed prior um, I don't like the fact that it's a separate sign in in separate account information from steam already i think if you're going to be on steam the whole point of being on steam is using the infrastructure steam already has put in place i feel more secure doing that myself um i trust valve more than i trust whipple or aria or whatever the this random south korean gaming company is um, I also think that if there's any security flaws or nefarious practices going on, it's harder for Steam to be able to be aware of it and correct it if that's possible, if they're not using the Steam information already. Um, my other thoughts on the game is I, you know, it was released in 2017. I'm survived or I'm surprised it survived this long. It's gotten attention in the past, um, and the COD comparisons have been constant throughout its history. Uh, And some of the details are just way, 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 way too similar (laughs) Um, in my eyes. And I wouldn't be surprised if this game gets nuked legally by Activision. Um, So for me, I highly suggest that if you're interested in this game, that you don't. Please do not put any, any, any money into it. Because Activision, I could see just like... Whipple Games being like, "Well, we got a cease and desist letter from Activision. We are shutting down all servers, and all your purchases are now fucked." Um, I could, I could see that happening.
1: Well, um, I think if they haven't done that already, though, because it, it has been over two years now. That the game has officially been out there.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Sure. It's just one of those things. I I'm surprised it hasn't happened. But I wouldn't put it past Activision. And, and I'm not saying that the, the Activision would be wrong. I, I'm not saying that at all. But the, the potential there, just to me, I couldn't tell anybody to like, oh, yeah, no, this would be, you know, if you like the game, you know, throw a dollar or two in it. I don't think I, I could say that just knowing that that could be a potential outcome. Mm-hmm. Um it's very sus. Yeah, yeah. But I do think it is uh, worth checking out if you are really craving that—you're uh, really craving that first-person shooter action in the vein of Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 3. Um, like I said, I'd just be hesitant and skeptical to spend any money on the game. I don't like the way that it—I it, don't like the way that its monetization is set up right now with the rent-a-gun system and the loot boxes, and it just feels like it's one update away from being a pay-to-win con, um, which gives me, like I said, not great feelings.
1: It almost is very reminiscent of a bigger brother of a mobile game.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it... It. it well, and there's a bunch of those... There's a bunch of free-to-play uh, first-person shooters uh, on Steam, you know, five, six... 7 years ago um that did like the same did the, this did the same thing um and they weren't very good. This game has the benefit of just being a good or a, a not good maybe, a faithful Call of Duty clone. You know. In a
1: time waster as well. In a time
2: waster, yeah. While other games were Unsuccessful like cloning CSGO or uh, cloning Overwatch, or you know, that were ultimately uh, unsuccessful in that endeavor. Um, I think I got all my thoughts and feelings on Iron Sight. I think it's worth playing if you are looking for that. And you know, if you're craving first person shooter action but have a PC that can't necessarily handle newer shooters. I think this, it has a decent enough player base. You don't really wait that long for games unless you're trying to do ranked. Don't throw any money into it and just kind of keep an eye on, you know, the news surrounding it, I would say. Anything else on Ironsight? Padre? Right, did you have any thoughts? or?
0: I mean, you, you said there were, what, three different types of currency, roughly? Yeah. That... I don't like that. That that was kind of the thing that stuck out to me. Like, looking at the gameplay footage, it, it I mean, it looked like a fine free-to-play game, but I I did not like the idea of, like, three separate types of currency. And like you said, the gun rental system is like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I can understand how it could vary up the gameplay and make it kind of more, I don't know, you know, it could kind of take away some of that if somebody gets so good with one gun but they don't have the credits to get it. It kind of starts leveling the playing field or becomes a little bit more, I don't know, like... Um, volatile i guess mm-hmm. would be a word um so i mean I, I would say just from what i've been told it seems like it's at least worth the play but yeah there's there's too much of that call of duty reminiscence to really commit to it mm-hmm. in my opinion
2: yeah and like i said like with the whole rental system to me that's just like one that's like one update that's like one adjustment in prices away from pay to win you know once it gets like the prices are just too high for your casual player to be able to keep up then it gets into like pay to win territory at least in my at least in my opinion uh greenlee any other thoughts or questions or opinions that you want to share out on this
1: no that's everything i have that i mean it's a pretty straightforward game once you figure out what's going on
2: yeah Yeah. Um, Do we want to take a break right now? We can. Yeah, let's take a quick break.
0: I I could go for some water.
2: (laughs) Yeah, let's take a quick break here. Um, We'll be right back in about two minutes, guys. So, guys. Yeah. I uh, just realized that I had us muted for a good portion there. whole time. Hi
1: yes. everybody, we're back.
2: So we're back. <laughs> we're back. Uh Padre didn't realize that our friend Lucid uh made the music that you guys heard on the break there. Um he said that we need to dabble in music. I said that I'm a shitty musician. Uh and then I said we wanted to talk about some news, so we're gonna talk about the Fallout 76 hacks.
0: That was so concise. I like it.
2: Yeah. It's amazing what happens when you fuck up and you realize you have to get people caught up to what um, is happening. Uh, Last week
0: on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs>
2: yes, it's like, a, it's like an episode of Dragon Ball Z or One Piece. You can summarize the entire 23-minute episode in about 30 seconds because all it was was screaming and pointless dialogue. And
0: up <laughs> somehow. Screaming. What's that? I said, and we were powering up somehow.
1: Somehow. He got two sizes bigger by screaming at himself.
2: That's <laughs> uh, it's how I found out I'm a bit of a masochist. But we won't. <laughs> we won't go there tonight. Um, oh my! So over our break, uh, some hackers found a way to steal items from other players in Fallout 76, basically right out of uh, the other player's inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys hear about this? Did you guys, did you guys see this? Yeah, I saw. Uh, yeah, I think on
1: PC Gamer.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah. Kotaku had this. PC Gamer had this. Like shout out to Upper Echelon Gamers and Legacy Killer HD for covering this. Bellular News I think covered this. Um, so basically some ex- uh, some hackers, some people who found an exploit, uh, figured out that they could basically access other people's inventories. Uh, whoever was in line of sight of of them fell victim over 500 players, uh, were affected by this exploit. Um, items that were stolen include items that were paid for through the atom shop. Um, so the items that people, you know, paid actual money for were stolen from their accounts. Um, I haven't seen any other updates on this story. Uh, but I wanted to talk about this because obviously, losing paid items that you pay for through the um you know through the the microtransaction store what is Bethesda's responsibility here to these players uh, you know does are these purchases um does is Bethesda required do you think or should they compensate these players restore their purchases um you know what do you what do you guys think how do you guys think that should be handled I would handled?
0: say 100% bare minimum restore the purchases and then maybe some kind of in-game credit for the hassle because that's in my in my opinion they kind of dropped the ball on some of the security there because this is not something you see happen in every game like mm-hmm. that that's like this and i just think some of the attention has been kind of pulled back from fallout 76 and I think maybe allocating the resources elsewhere allowed this to happen. So in my opinion, I would say at least restore por- uh, purchases, um, but also give them some kind of credit or some kind of premium item or something to just compensate for the lost time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since it was their their mess up. It's not like uh, what they, they used to do in old school RuneScape where it was like a scan switch. Mm-hmm. Um, where someone would cancel a trade repeatedly until you they finally didn't put anything in the trade and you accepted it anyways. Mm-hmm. this was like a solid the game messed up yeah they done messed up so it definitely something that they a hundred percent should be returning the the purchased item
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then do something special for these 500 players that Got essentially got hoodwinked out of their, their items, yeah, by giving something that only they can actually obtain and use. Uh, that's my opinion, anyways, like a party hat or something, something cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, like, so, like for me, and I'm curious how you know, restore the purchases uh, is my yeah, restore the purchases and give some extra, uh shit to the people who are affected my fear is is bethesda even able to restore the purchases is there even a and i certainly hope there's a record of of transactions made to the atom store uh somewhere but i with how much we've seen this game just get absolutely bungled and you know items, eating, you know, supplies that are put into them, you know, paid items just not functioning correctly. Um, Game modes not being implemented yet that they, you know, the the timetable for this game is absolutely fucked. Hackers have been able to put in NPCs, something that Bethesda hasn't been able to figure out how to do. Um, (laughs) You know, spawning in items from Fallout 4 um, and, and structures from Fallout 4 all that stuff. I, I have a feeling deep in my gut that <laughs> that there might just not be a way from the restore of the purchases that Bethesda somehow this would just be the icing on the shit
1: cake <laughs> uh, I could see him even being like yeah uh, no we're not going to return these purchases because you shouldn't have been around."
2: Uh, you kind of cut out there
1: yeah. I, I, I said I could see Bethesda being like, oh, we're not going to return these things because you shouldn't have been holding on to them in the first place. Mm. You know, something real shitty. Because this, yeah. this game has been blackmarked since it released. Before release, honestly. Like, it's just, I, I don't understand where, it, where this all is coming from. Like, how do they prepare a game, especially a MMO game, Multiple players and and drop this game that you pay as a triple A title. Yeah. Okay. That is sixty plus dollars for these people to play and sink more money into and in online and online purchases and and cosmetics and stuff like that and not release a full standard like functional game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, blows my mind. It boggles my mind.
2: Yeah. Um. So that's the Fallout 76 news. I think, especially, you know, everyone deals with hackers at some point in gaming, but the fact that they can steal paid items right out of your right out of your inventory like this, and Bethesda did say they patched it. I haven't seen, and I will be, ha- you know, tweet at me at Danny K d-a-n-i-e-c-a-e send me a story that says Bethesda fixed it I would love to see that and we'll talk about it um, whenever we see that Um, and we can respond to I mean if it's a shitty response that Bethesda gave to these players we'll certainly talk about that but if it's a good response you know uh, give praise or praise is due Um, so yeah Let's um talk about our next story here, unless you guys had any other thoughts on Fallout 76. Shame. Shame. Is <laughs> that all you want to shame? Shame. Yeah.
0: Ring the bell. Ding ding. Shame.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, just because this we, we talked about this before, kind of another update. We have some num some more numbers here. Uh, some stadia numbers. Um, so, Google hasn't put out anything official on their player numbers yet. Uh, so, this is kind of just going off. We can kind of stipulate uh, the performance of Stadia based on Destiny 2 numbers, though. Um, and I think Destiny 2 definitely says a lot about the performance of the game, because it is a game that is well that is uh, played pretty evenly across most platforms. I think it... Uh, Greenleaf can attest it is a game that is well received, well liked, has a lot of content. There's reasons to play the game if you, um, if that's something that you you know generally to- uh, trend towards. Uh, so shortly after launch, I'll give you guys some numbers here. Stadia had over just 19,000 players on Destiny 2. PC had 494,000 players. PS4 had 4,500. F- uh, 4,054, <laughs> 454,000, sorry, uh, players. Xbox One had 331,000 players. Uh, so Destiny, you know, Stadia not boding very well for it compared to the others. Um, so we have a month later here, Destiny 2 numbers are out again. And the, it does not look good for Stadia here. Uh, PC had uh playership of 437,000 players. PS4, 435,000. Xbox One, uh, 313,000 players. Uh, And do you guys, do do you guys wanna wager a guess at um, how how many players uh, Stadia had? Three. (laughs) That would be... (laughs) Two and a half. (laughs) 8,000.
1: Yeah.
2: eight thousand players on on uh, Stadia playing Destiny two.
1: And I definitely expected the number to be low at launch. Mm-hmm. But the goal after that launch period mm-hmm. is to grow from
0: there. Yeah, not decline. Yeah, they they did not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I will yeah. say, I'm I'm rounding my numbers out. Um, I am rounding down, but yeah that I mean that's a that's a basically a fifty percent drop in in playership on stadia um I think part of that like if we wanted to give a bit of a benefit of the doubt is maybe people just aren't finding the experience with destiny two to be uh enjoyable with stadia, maybe people who are on stadia right now are playing uh, the single player games, uh, more than they are playing the multiplayer games. And that we just don't know those numbers if we wanted to give uh, like the benefit of the doubt. Um, but I mean, I think it is really telling, um, at least the stadia numbers, uh, or not the city, the uh, destiny two numbers, um, how many people are playing on, on, um, playing on stadia as opposed to the other platforms uh especially because it you know cross save is enabled um you know the game apparently works it doesn't work very well but it apparently works um someone did just say in the chat uh if the numbers were good you know googled flaunt them yeah exactly so they're probably kind of scared a little shitless on on uh that aspect
1: they're they're being very hush-hush. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think it's really coming down to they don't want to say they don't want to publish the numbers just because they don't want future sales to plummet. And I
2: wonder how long they can go without publishing those numbers because they're. I'm fairly certain Google is a public company, right? Like they are traded on the stock exchange, correct? Yes. So there's got to be a certain point when they have to release those numbers. You know, like in an investor relations, you know, there's gotta be something that they, that they put out there. Um, so I'm especially something that they,
1: they invested so heavily in.
2: Yeah. So they've got a, they, we'll see numbers eventually. I'm curious as to see when, maybe it'll be a, maybe it'll be a for like end of first quarter kind of thing. Maybe I would have imagined we would have seen it at the start of this quarter though. Um, because it launched in the m- in the middle of fourth quarter last year.
1: Hmm. I don't know. It yeah. It's very, very hush hush. Very quiet. Yeah. Uh.
2: So I know I've asked this question before, but let me ask this again with this new information. Um, what is your guys's confidence in Stadia right now? Would you be willing to buy a game on Stadia right now, knowing it would be the only way to play it?
1: You shouldn't ask me that question because my answer is always going to be no.
0: Yeah, that, that's always. going to be like a hands down no for me. Like, I, I believe my original thought was I would be very, very skeptical, especially considering like the price points were higher mm-hmm. for certain games. But now it's going to be just like a hard no. <laughs> I
1: will
0: hands,
1: hands down recommend someone build a PC and spend the extra money. Mm hmm. Than to buy a Google Stadia, plug it into whatever they want to plug it into, and try to enjoy themselves that way. Yeah, I I I would for. Yeah, I would recommend them buy a pre-built PC over buying a Stadia. Mm -hmm. I would recommend someone buy a laptop over Stadia. If you're looking for mobile, get a laptop. Mm -hmm. Don't get don't get Stadia. Get a Switch. Get, get a Switch. Get Pod- the new UFO coming out that looks super
2: yeah. badass. <laughs> yeah. Padre, you did get a Switch uh, for you and your kids for Christmas, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm teaching my kids an important lesson in sharing right now. <laughs> um, especially since we got the Nintendo Online. Uh, uh-huh. I've already beat Super Mario World mm-hmm. once again. Uh, and now I am so addicted to Tetris 99. Something I never thought I'd be addicted to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no for the the week that i had the uh, the switch uh i think twitch was doing like a dollar sale like it was Mm. like uh with prime you could get online for like a dollar or something like that Mm -hmm. and the the whole time that i had it um i was playing tetris 99 i didn't touch skyrim or doom i just played tetris 99
0: yeah it's so good I'm just And it's got my wife Hooked on Minecraft too She (laughs) created her own Account and everything I heard her I heard her hollering At my son Don't you destroy my world I'm like What is (laughs) What is he He's five What do you mean (laughs) Just creeper holes Everywhere (laughs) Oh god It was bad He destroyed her whole house
2: (laughs) Um I'm still waiting on getting a Switch because for me, anything Nintendo at this point is just going to be a Pokemon machine. Yeah, Sword and Shield is on there, but you know what I want? I want every fucking game from the Game Boy to the 3DS on a fucking virtual machine on that motherfucker. Um <laughs> right. like
0: get a backlog. Get us a backlog on it. Like yeah. get us all the all the previous games. Like when I found out they had the, the Nintendo Super Nintendo classics on there, I I didn't realize how few choices there actually were. Mm-hmm. I was you kind know, of bummed out. You
1: could do is build a Raspberry Pi four and ROM it.
2: I could. I could also just install the uh, the ROMs on my. But I can't just take this whole thing with me on the go and play Pokemon Crystal uh, in the back of my mom's car like it's two thousand four again.
0: No, <laughs> but you could play it while driving like a grown man. <laughs> Disclaimer: I do not do not support that idea. Fun this, fact: You could do that with a Raspberry Pi board too.
2: <laughs> this <laughs> this this PSA brought to you by the Governor's uh, Traffic Safety Bureau
0: <laughs> and the Oklahoma Department of Transportation,
2: <laughs> um, On the Iowa DOT. In the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's <laughs> what we're we talking about, Stadia. Yeah, we were talking about Stadia yeah. there. Um, we should talk about, just like real quick, uh, some things that we're looking at reviewing or that we're going to talk about uh, before we get into uh, deals of the month. Um, what are some things that you guys are looking forward to? Looking, uh, I know next week uh, we'll be talking about CES um and anything that we find interesting that will be cool uh you know for our audience to know about in uh CES um what else uh, what else are we looking at for the year here
0: Oh you know your boy over here is excited about Pack South
2: Yeah um I'm looking at uh Temtem Did you guys have you guys seen Temtem It's seen a little bit yeah it's a pokemon like game it's developed by an indie studio uh and published by humble bundle so i'll be checking out temtem uh when that's available um how about you green oh bless you um (laughs) what are some other games what are some other games or some uh services that you're uh planning on looking at
1: Uh, There's two games that have just recently released that I want to pick up Mm -hmm. um, as soon as I have the funds for them, because they are not free to play. Mm -hmm. Um, There's Last Year, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like a Deceit clone. Mm. What was it? Uh, uh, I already said last year. Uh, Hero Land, which is an RPG game that uh, was made by the same creators uh, as Secret Mana. Okay. Secret of Mana, mm-hmm. um, which I've, I saw a few people playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, because that game looks hype. Like yeah. I, I pick up any Dragon Ball Z game that I can. Um, and then I'm really looking forward to CES with the like, especially the tech, um, especially that new Alien Alienware concept which we will mm-hmm. I'm sure talk about next week.
2: Oh yeah. We, we you know we can't get away from that thing. We will be f- for sure talking oh, about I it. Oh,
1: I will be all up on that cuz I want something mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to switch and I I don't want a laptop. Yeah.
2: So. Um cool. So anything else that you guys know that you guys are uh, you'll be checking out um here in the next uh little
1: while?
0: Just Danny K. <laughs> well, we do have a for me also. We got Doom Eternal coming mm-hmm. pretty soon. Uh, mm-hmm. Gods and Monsters and Hellblade Two. When the Xbox uh, was a series with Xbox, whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Um. Whenever it drops, you got the new Hellblade coming that looks just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Those those are my kind of my top three in games.
2: Yeah, I don't have any games really like top of mind right now except for Temtem. Um. I'm really bad at like looking forward at releases and stuff like that, in uh, <laughs> knowing what I want to check out. Usually, I come across it after, like a month after release. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, do you guys want to talk about uh, the deals that we found uh, for this month?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I actually have, I actually did get a couple from Game Pass that I can talk about. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
2: Um, so we'll just start with uh, Twitch Prime Uh, for those who don't know, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect your Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account and you can get a bunch of benefits Uh, these benefits include um, getting a free sub every month, which you can use on uh, either Green Elite or Sven, or if you guys go into our back catalog and see our guest, you can always use it on our guests as well Um, you can also claim Uh, a bunch of games. And this month they gave a bunch of games out. They usually put out two or three games a month on Twitch Prime, but this uh, month they gave ten away? I have nine here, but I thought it was ten. So, uh, the first one being Danadura. Danadura?
0: Yeah, that's actually a really good game, by the way.
2: Cool, Uh, you've played it?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah it's on it's on game pass it's yeah it's really really fun very uh very retro feel difficult but fun
2: okay um they're uh anarchute. are, cute. are cute, i think uh, a-n-a-r-c-u-t-e hmm. have you guys uh played that at all No, I haven't even heard of that one. I haven't either. Uh, Kingdom New Lands. No? No. Uh, A Normal Lost Phone. I have heard the name, and I think that's kind of... I think that's a very atmospheric storytelling game, but I'm not 100% sure. A Normal Lost Phone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. Um...
2: Next on my list here is called Splasher.
0: No, haven't heard of that one haven't either.
1: Haven't heard of that one either. Is that? I think that's an. I might be thinking of a different game. I think that's like a. Uh, almost like an FPS or third-person shooter. Paints.
0: Oh. Mm. Or is that Splatoon?
1: Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Splatoon.
2: Um, one on the list that I have seen people play. It looks really fun. I claimed, I've claimed i claimed all these games, so I'll probably do like another podcast research stream uh, in a little while and actually play most of the games on this list. Um, Enter the Gungeon. Um, I like that one. Yeah, that's a roguelite. That's a top-down roguelite. Um, it's apparently really, really fun. Um, yeah,
0: it's a very, very well-received game. Very yes. popular.
2: Uh, next on the list is "Ape Out." I don't know much about this this one. Um, Witch eye, W I T C H E Y E. Witch eye.
0: No, nope, never heard of it.
2: Um, Gatto Robato.
0: Nope. The Sounds name's cool. got me intrigued.
2: <laughs> the name's fun. Yeah. Uh, Heave ho. And that's the whole 10. I did find the one that I was missing on the list. Um, So that's on Twitch Prime. If you have Twitch Prime, go on ahead and just claim them. Um... Next on the list, available until the 9th this Thursday, and then I'm sure we'll see some more on Epic, uh, Darksiders 1, Darksiders 2, Steep, and For the King are all available on Epic Games for free. So if you have an Epic Games account, go on ahead and claim those, and um, we, you know, I highly suggest uh, grabbing those even if you're not interested. There's no point in uh, leaving free games on the table. Um, Greenleaf, what's coming to the Sony stuff?
1: To the Sony. Okay. So, the biggest one, I would say, is the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. Yeah. Um, uh, so if I, I believe that's. Um, uh, how many games is actually in that? Is it just the two total, or is that just the single? I can't remember exactly. I haven't played that game in a really long time. Hmm. Um, But it is free-to-play. It's from... uh, Okay. So the Nathan Drake Collection is the uh, single-player campaigns from Uncharted, Mm -hmm. uh, Drake's Fortune, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, and Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception. Mm -hmm. So it's the campaign modes, not the multiplayers. Gotcha. Um, So uh, if anyone has PlayStation, they know that Uncharted is their one of their mainstays uh of uh what's the word i'm looking for mm-hmm. exclusive uh, exclusive games yeah um uh, so uh that's a, a big pickup especially for b- being free if you and if you play multiplayer games you have to have plus anyways mm-hmm. so it's a free game that you can enjoy have a good time with um the second game is goat simulator Mm. Um, which is just a zany Zany game. It's, yeah. It is you're literally playing as a goat doing whatever. Um it, <laughs> it has I mean it's deep, in,
0: It has a very deep, subtle narrative to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very it's very it's a higher res game, it's not like the uh untitled goose game where you just it's like cartoony. hmm It's more more visually heavy. Mm-hmm. um so but i mean <laughs> you get to run around as a goat so yeah what's not to love
2: <laughs> um anything else on the playstation side of things for for uh deals or free games
1: Mm-mm, uh i think there's another game called frantics i think that mm-hmm. is a very i think that's a regional game though i'm not 100 sure okay it looks like a kind of like a uh kart racing game Okay, um, in the lines of Mario Kart and stuff. Cool. Um, they did release the PlayStation Five logo, <laughs> which I mean,
0: groundbreaking
1: is innovative, phenomenal. Brave. I have never seen anything so controversial <laughs> yet so brave, so brave. It was my heart stopped, and I became another person. I transcended into nirvana. <laughs> okay. About how amazing this this new logo is. Yeah. Um and based.
2: <laughs> uh Padre, what'd you find on Xbox? I'll also throw Nintendo to you if you know anything that's free on Nintendo right now.
0: Uh yeah, I'm gonna have to pass on Nintendo. I haven't done that much <laughs> research. I've been too much into Tetris ninety nine, which is free. <laughs> With you know, but you have to have Nintendo online, but that's like mm-hmm. what, like twenty bucks a year or thirty bucks a yeah. year or something like that. Um okay, so we do have the the Xbox games with gold that mm-hmm. you know you get every month, which includes Sticks, Shards of Darkness. Haven't done a whole lot of looking into it. We'll probably check it out. Mm-hmm. Um you do get the Batman Telltale series. Um you don't you don't start that one until January sixteenth. Mm-hmm. But you know, That's the whole Telltale series for Batman's pretty solid. I mean, I I think that's a pretty good pickup, actually. Yeah. Um, Tekken 6 for your Xbox 360 throwback. And you also get Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. Now, they are also bringing in four games confirmed for Xbox Game Pass, Mm. which do do include GTA 5. I mean, that's that's a pretty solid one. Um, Frostpunk Console Edition, which I actually got to test out. in like pre-release and it's, I mean, it's okay. It's like a time killer, very, very kind of mundane time consuming. It's got like the aesthetic of a, of a uh, command and conquer game, Mm -hmm. like an old school command and conquer, but you're in this like frozen wasteland where you have this gigantic engine and you get a certain amount of people to get it running. And then you slowly start building, trying to get civilization back on track in this place. It's a very, very time consuming game. Mm -hmm. Um, you also get sword art online fatal bullet uh haven't got to try that one yet looks decent looks like it's definitely worth the pickup but the one that got me is because just because of the timing with tekken 6 coming with free games with gold tekken 7 is going to be coming to game pass (laughs) and and i I mean i'm actually a fan of tekken the the tekken series have been for since i was a kid in the arcades Mm -hmm. um and so tekken 7 coming to game pass is pretty cool and with you know the fifteen bucks a month for the Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, giving you your gold and your Game Pass together. And it's hard to pass up. You know, getting those games with them.
2: Hmm. Awesome. Um. Any other deals or specials that you guys saw? Like, I checked out. I checked Humble Bundle real quick. I didn't see anything on Humble. Um. I didn't think I saw anything on Itch.io. Uh. Or. Uh, Gog. Um, we
1: check Steam
2: well yeah I guess I didn't see any uh, anything that was like claim this game for free or you know you can always find Steam sales depending on what's kind of just going on in general Um, you know like anniversary editions or whatever else but um, so it's always worth scrolling through uh, the front page of Steam to find stuff but I didn't see anything in particular that got me excited um anything else guys on 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 deals for the month
0: no i I think they i think on xbox they kind of pulled back after having their kind of like year in year in stuff yeah um so there's not really anything special going on yeah
2: cool um anything else you guys wanted to talk about this week Uh, anything else that we wanted to include on this uh this episode of uh next to nothing
1: can we talk about this PlayStation Five logo?
2: <laughs> have
0: you heard of Insurgency Sandstorm?
2: Um, I will continue to proselytize for that game. Um, I have, I have that, always loved Insurgency. Uh, I don't care if it's become a meme.
1: <laughs> it is your, it is your destiny too.
2: It is my destiny too. It I, is your destiny too. I will evangelize for that game. Uh, <laughs> uh so i take it there's nothing else that we want to uh talk about then no, for this i'm
1: week? just I'm, I'm just excited for the games that are coming out this year mm-hmm. uh, especially oh i forgot may 17th 2020 is uh marvel's Avengers, the game yep. and the trailers look really good for it i haven't seen anything else peek out yet but i'm gonna be playing that day day one.
0: Cool. And, and we also do have Cyberpunk coming. People have kind of fallen yes. off of talking about it, but it's it's still coming. No,
1: yeah. you're breathtaking.
2: <laughs> God. Um Cool. So we'll start with Greenlee. Uh, Greenlee, what's coming up on your channel for this week, and uh, where can people find you?
1: Well, I'm not exactly sure what all I'm going to be doing this week. I know, of course, there's going to be Destiny too. Mm-hmm. Um I might uh, stir some things up. Um, and find some other games. I know the 17th, or the 16th or the 17th um, is the Dragon Ball Z game, which I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to pick that up right when it drops. Um, but I'm excited to see it, uh, especially with it going live. Um, but of, of course, you can always find me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Mr Um, You can also find me on my, my Twitter and Instagram and Facebook which I don't use Facebook very much. Uh, I keep... For, I, I'm bad at social media.
2: It's so okay. By. I think we all are, except for Padre. Padre has it down pretty down. Oh, path. yeah. Um,
1: so if anyone that's fantastic at social media, it's Reverend Spend. Yeah.
2: Um, Padre... I can hear a train coming. So why don't you go on ahead and plug yourself. Tell the people where uh, they, what's coming up with your channel and uh, where people can follow
0: you. And I'm going to mute myself. So the uh, train doesn't interrupt you. Oh, he has a train coming. I thought He was talking about me. I was like, I have my mic muted. I have a train. Um, all right. So I'm rev spin. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash rev spin. Uh, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at rev spin TV. Uh, this week. Thursday I am starting Pathologic 2 um which was published by Tiny Build and it looks like a really really interesting game. It's got some really good reviews. So I'm looking forward to trying it. Um so I'm going to start that on Thursday depending on how you know like captivating it is, I may continue it into Saturday, but if it's something I, I can push till the next week uh for my schedule. This weekend I'm looking at some uh some Dauntless and some Paladins and some other cross uh, platform cross platform games. Um Because, you know, console and things, so if y'all want to play, you know, come find me, we'll talk.
2: Awesome, so go check him out over there. Um, Coming up on my channel, I'm probably going to do, I've really been enjoying doing, like, podcast research streams where I just play games that I know I want to talk about on uh, the stream uh, coming up we'll be talking about Dauntless. I have some thoughts on Dead Frontier 2, um, like I said, Outlaws of the Old West, and um, Old School RuneScape. Um, i will probably going to be going through a lot of the Twitch Prime games that interest me that I just picked up on there as well. Um, so you guys can find all that. Right here on this channel, if you're watching live, if you guys are, um, listening on the audio only feeds, or if you're watching on YouTube, uh, twitch.tv slash Danny K D A N I E C A E. You guys can find me on Twitter under that same name and on Instagram, uh, under that same name as well. It's pretty even across the board. Um, Let's see, what else did I want to mention in terms of my stuff coming on? Um, I don't think there's actually anything else. So uh, we appreciate you guys for joining us live uh, here and um, listening to the show. Uh, If you're new to the show or, like I said, if you're listening on a podcast platform, you guys can find us here uh, live every Tuesday night at 8, 7 central. Um, you can also, uh, 1am GMT for those who are overseas. Uh, if you guys missed any part of the show, you can find us on Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, tune in and everywhere that podcasts are found. And if you have a very specific podcast platform that you like to use and we're not there, tweet at me or send me a message on Twitter, um, at Danny K and let me know and I will get us there. We wanna be where you guys are. Um, If you guys like what you do or like what we do, you can help support the show in a few different ways. Uh, You guys can give us a rating and review on the platform of your choice. Uh, You can follow our individual Twitch channels or you guys can subscribe to our individual Twitch channels. we also like uh, hearing that you guys tell your friends about the show. So go on ahead, tell your friends about the show. Uh, you can even retweet our post about the show when they are uh, live. Um, we love and appreciate every single one of you. We are really looking forward to this uh, year. We have, uh, we're getting some great guests lined up. It's going to be a fantastic year for the show. And uh, yeah, anything else, guys? Anything else that we wanted to talk about or mention before we end the podcast?
0: No, I think uh, I think that has covered our bases.
2: We covered everything pretty well. All right. Well, guys, until next week,
1: goodbye! Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what we do, give us a rating and a review on your favorite platform.